Welcome to Taz on the Hustle, the podcast. This is a community for anyone looking to reach their full potential and just doesn't know how to get there. Here, we talk about the five pillars of the hustle mentality. Humility, adventure, reflection, drive, and an open mind. I believe no matter what your journey I believe no matter what journey you're on, it's these five things that are needed to reach success. But these are some pretty broad concepts. So I'm on a mission to <clears throat> But these are some pretty broad concepts. So I'm on a mission to break these ideas down one conversation at a time so that you could figure out what the hustle mentality looks like in practice in your life. Because the truth is, the answers are different for each of us. God damn it. Okay, we're going to just start again. Welcome to Taz on the Hustle, the podcast. This is a community for anyone looking to reach their full potential and just doesn't know how to get there. Here, we talk about... Welcome to Taz on the Hustle, the podcast. This is a community for anyone looking to reach their full potential and just doesn't know how to get there. Here, we talk about the five pillars of the hustle mentality. Humility, adventure, reflection, drive, and an open mind. I believe, no matter what journey you're on, it's these five things that are needed to reach success. But, these are some pretty broad concepts. So, I'm on a mission to break these ideas down one conversation at a time so that you could figure out what the hustle mentality looks like in practice in your life. Because the truth is, the answers are different for each of us, but we could all help each other figure it out. It's just a matter of being intentional about searching for the answers. The fact that you're listening to this means something in the universe wanted our lives to connect. You and I are meant to help each other on our journeys. And I can't wait to see how I'm able to do that for you. So connect with me on socials at Taz on the Hustle and let me know if you listened to this episode and what your thoughts were. Seriously, it means a lot. I mean, I honestly believe that this is my purpose. Over the last couple years, all major life decisions have been made with building this movement in mind. I am pouring everything I have into Taz on the Hustle. So to know how what I am doing is resonating with you would really be appreciated. Because I can sit in my bedroom and post all I want, but I can't make this happen alone. So please follow me on socials, engage with me, message me, text me, comment, like, let me know what you thought about the episode when I see you, do all the things. Because if I'm being honest with you, being vulnerable online is hard. So let me know that it's worth it. And with that, let's get into the episode. What's up? It's Taz. Welcome back to Taz on the Hustle. We are four episodes in now, and this one is a fun one. I met with my friend from college and rapper slash musician, DeRay Manning, to talk about how he's made such an adventurous life for himself. I met DeRay at an event I was putting on at the YMCA. If you've been listening throughout the season, then you've heard a little bit about this event from episode two, when I talked to another good and crazy friend of mine, Nick. If you haven't heard that one, be sure to check it out. But back to this event. What was supposed to be a haunted house turned into Rocktoberfest in November, an outdoor event that featured talent from Virginia Tech, our school. DeRay was one of those performers. This event was a pivotal moment for me. 
I had been working as the events and marketing coordinator my entire college career, and Oktoberfest was the first event I had full ownership of, which was exciting for me because I was it was a chance to prove myself. Beyond that, though, I had spent that semester with people that started out as just volunteers from a new club on campus that eventually became the very people that turned my entire college experience around. I wanted DeRay to join me on this episode because as a talented rapper and musician, I've watched him really make a name for himself throughout the years. In fact, this man is actually the first hip-hop act to perform at a halftime show in our school's history, which was founded in 1872, by the way. DeRay is a natural-born performer and a man that is filled with charisma. But beyond that, he is someone that has always imagined an exciting life for himself and never let anything get in the way of that. I'm so excited for you to hear more of Duray's story and become inspired by his passion. If you want to check him out, be sure to give him a follow on Instagram, listen to his music on Spotify, and let him know that you gave this podcast a listen. Also, follow me on Instagram at TazOnTheHustle if you aren't already. I want to hear from you and how this podcast has been affecting you. So let's connect and chat. All this info will be in the description. And with that, let's go meet DeRay. All right. Well, thank you for waiting on me and taking the time to join me on my podcast episode. I'm so excited. Yes, absolutely. Now, it's been an honor to come through. Yeah, no, I'm excited to, like, just hear more about your story because I know that, like, you know, we've we've done a few stuff, like, here and there together in college, but, like, I'm excited to hear more about how you got to that point because clearly it's <laughs> for a minute, so. The origin story. The origin story, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> next time someone asks, you could just send them here be like, oh, you want to know my origin? I got you. And just send them here. <laughs> so how about we start with just, like um talking kind of about like how you and I um met like how we know each other and like why why you're in my life oh yeah I remember that it's because um it was like my sophomore year and it was my sophomore year and the spark was having Mm -hmm. a show at the YMCA for Halloween and I knew Justin well I know Justin and he um wanted me to perform for it and I accepted and then you was you was working at the YMCA at the time. Yeah. And I performed that night and then that's when we both met each other. Yeah. So let me give a little backstory. Um I've talked about Spark and that event um in a podcast episode before. So um people that are listening, you guys have heard about Rocktoberfest. This was the event that so basically what had happened was we were trying to do a haunted house and it didn't work out for that semester. And so I was just like the YMCA person and then Spark was kind of everyone that worked on the haunted house. And so they wanted to continue the partnership and do like a concert. And um, Justin was saying, um, oh, like I know a lot of people that would be totally down to perform. I think we can pull this together in a couple of weeks. And yeah, you ended up being one of the performers. And oh my goodness, you literally like stole my entire heart when you started rapping about the YMCA. Like literally freestyling about everything that I do. And I was just like, who is this? Because he's gonna be a lot of help in like promoting what the hell we do here. So yeah. <laughs> 
But no, like I think what was the most like interesting part about that is the fact that even though we didn't like all really know each other like that much, you know, you didn't even know you and the other performers didn't even know like the YMCA was literally right across campus until this event. And yet we were all able to like pull this together, like out of nowhere kind of. And I think it really like sparked a lot of different connections between like a lot of us. And then a couple years later, you performed at the second one. And at this point, you had already kind of built a name for yourself at Virginia Tech, right? <laughs> Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, I'd say like, yes, yeah, mainly, I'll say mainly how like, I got to build a name for myself is just through, um, just through constantly performing everywhere. Like, anytime somebody asks me, it's just like, oh, you know, would you like, would you be down to perform here? I'll just like, I just want to say no type of thing. I'll just always say yes. And so, then, yeah. like, where did it all start though? So when did, what age were you when you like first started? Like, <laughs> I was on like, seven. So you're seven and like, like explain the story. Like, how did you go from just like, you know, a little seven-year-old doing his thing to people coming up to you and asking like, yo, do you want to perform? Like, how do we get from point A to point B? It was really just me, like being seven years old. It was kind of like, I was always, I always had like a very like vivid imagination when I was younger. So I was just be playing around and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And I was with my cousin one day. It was in, yeah, it was in Jackson, Mississippi. I was with my cousin one day and uh, it was like Christmas time. And actually, I may have been six. I may have been six, honestly. But we was playing around. It was Christmas time. And he was, like, two years old. I was, like, six, seven. And we was just, like, we was just saying a whole bunch of stuff. Like, because he was kind of make a little beat. We was kind of beatboxing or whatever. And I just started just rapping, like, what came to my head. And then I rapped it for my family. And they thought it was funny because I was talking about stuff I didn't know about at the time. It was, like, called That Chick. And it was kind of, like, ever since then, I just always kind of, it was like ever since then I didn't really get into like music like seriously after that, but it was always like in my head. I'd be picturing beats and stuff in my head, and then later on, that's when I got into fourth grade, and that's when I got that's when I really got back into freestyling again. Cause like you know my dad knew, cause I always just rap for the family, so my dad knew that I could rap. So like he would let me rap over beats, like or like he would do like a little video of me rapping over like songs and stuff. He probably might still have them. And then I would just be freestyling with my friends at lunch. But it wasn't until fifth grade I really decided to take it seriously because I saw this um, – one of my dad's friends was managing somebody, and I saw he started writing his, like, own raps in his notebook. So it was, like, sixth – that was when – fifth grade I started taking it seriously, but I wasn't writing any raps yet. And then sixth grade was when I was, like, I'm going to start writing because I saw that um, – because I saw somebody that my dad's friend was managing had his own notebook. So I bought like a notebook the next day and started like writing uh, raps and everything. And then from there, I was just like freestyling in school and people tell me to freestyle and talk about what people wearing, you know what I mean? Like pretty much roasting people off freestyles, just freestyles in general and trying to like rap fast and everything. And then went from middle school to high school to doing talent shows and then people like already knew that I was rapping in high school and then I brought it all the way to college to where it's like okay people ask me to freestyle I'll just freestyle for them and then they'll just be like oh dang he's tough so like really like I guess the moral of the story is that like I'll just be freestyling for people and that's really how like my name would start to get built like people would just know me off of like the strength of um freestyling type of thing but I decided I wanted to take it seriously because I remember fifth grade I was just like 
thinking to myself, I didn't know what I wanted to be yet at 10 years old. So I thought that was a problem for some reason, even though I was just 10, 11. I was like, you know what? I'm good at rapping. Let me take this seriously. And then that was pretty much the whole whole thing from then on. It's actually really funny that you say that because it was when I was 15 that I was kind of thinking like, all right, like I know I'm going to do something with my life, but I have no idea what. And like, because I started to think about that, um, like my sister would always like mention stuff about like marketing to me. And one day she just literally we were in a CVS, I was just looking at the nail polishes and I, for some reason, felt personally offended by the fact that <laughs> there was like a nail polish bottle that was like promoting that they were spotless nail polish, like you don't get like the bumps or whatever, but the fucking packaging was polka dotted. Like, why would you fill it with spots? <laughs> and so like, I was getting pissed and she looked at me and she's like, you should go into marketing. And then like, from there, like, she like sparked something inside me. And so I went and like, talked to my counselor and then within a year I was I owned a business that was recognized across the country and so I totally get how like honestly I think what's interesting is that it's really like I feel like everyone kind of has something in them but you and I we at a young age like wanted to look for that and I think like one thing that I noticed about you is that yeah like a lot of people kind of already treat you with oh you got something you know like there's something about you like you're gonna get somewhere and like I've definitely been like treated in that regard too but have always kind of felt like well it's not that I got some is that you just see something in me like everyone's got some you know yeah and so like you know I wonder like did you ever kind of doubt that in you or like how has people's kind of the way that people has treated you how has that impacted the way that you felt about whether or not like this is something that's worth pursuing even at 10 years old uh, I think my mom always like I think if anything like kind of what affects how I see see things like that is like my mom my mom affected it the most because like I knew like I mean my mom's early in the rap like that especially nowadays rap and so, like, she definitely, like, she knows I'm good at rapping. But I think it was always one thing she told me. She was just, like, you know, she just said no matter what I do it, like, there's always going to be somebody, like, better than me at it. So yeah. it's kind of like, I don't know, when people gas me up. That's why people gas me up. Was like, I know I'm good at rapping, but, like, you know, I'll probably, I'm not ever going to, like, move, like, oh, like, there's nothing else better I can do at rapping. Like, I'm always, so I think her saying that ultimately just kind of made me just, like, see things from a perspective of, like, I'm just always trying to see what I can, like, improve at on rapping whether it's like punchlines or just overall like song making so it's like i could probably make like the best song or whatever and be successful with it but i'm probably always going to be thinking about like like what could i do better type of things i know i know there's always something i could be better at so that's why i try to like keep you know what that is Dre? you know what that is what? that's the yeah. hustle mentality in you <laughs> that's what that is <laughs> um but yeah no I actually noticed I think it was like maybe like a month ago you posted something on Instagram about how and actually I respect you a lot for this you posted about how you wanted to um learn more about what it's like like experiences as a female in this world and like oh, yeah. being objectified and I remember you mentioning in that video you said how like I'm doing my rap thing and that's great, but I want to be more than that. Like, I want to like use my influence to like learn about things that I haven't and like 
put that in places that maybe like you wouldn't expect me to because I'm more than just a rapper. And actually, that's like one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you for this episode, because I think like, yeah, you you're doing your thing. Like you said, you kind of you've had this talent for a while and you've had people in your life support you. But I've seen that like beyond that, you want to like take that you don't want to take that talent for granted and you want to do something with that beyond just like being a rapper on a stage. And I think like it's because of that, because of that mentality in you that you've had so much success because you you're chasing more than just the glamour. And I think, um, I guess my question for you is just what kind of like on the day to day, when you wake up in the morning, what helps motivate you and like thinking, I know I have this talent, but I want to do more with it. And I want to like chase after things to bring more into my life. Because I think one thing that people struggle with is just like, well, that's great that Duray's like that, but my life isn't yeah. like that, you know? But I think why you're like this is because you went after it, you know? It's not just like you were born into it. So, yeah. I think it's like definitely like, it's a mixture of a lot of things, but I say more so, like, I say nowadays is more so mainly like, I say mainly like my faith and like spirituality and stuff like that. Like personally, you know, personally I'm Christian. So like when I look, my like when I look at, you know, basically how my faith impacts me in those decisions is that like when I go into like you know my spirituality type of thing it's kind of like laid out it's laid out to me in a way where I feel like you know anything that God blesses me with is not necessarily just for me it's kind of like for other people too Mm -hmm. so now it's just kind of like I see things from a perspective of like whatever like God does for me he's not solely doing it for me like he does it in a way where it's not it's going to affect me positively but he's doing it to affect others in a positive way too. And so that's how I kind of try to, that's how I, not kind of, that's how I view things now in a sense of like just being more than just someone that just makes music. Cause I just know whatever I put out there or just do in general on a daily basis, like it can mean a lot more to somebody than I realize or see at the time. No, I think like that's a really big point. For example, when you rapped about the YMCA, like to you, you're just goofing off and performing. Yet to me, I was like, holy shit, there's somebody like rapping about boring ass YMCA in a way that like is getting people to listen, you know? And so like, yeah, you never know what kind of impact you can have. And I I think it's like great that you mentioned that because I agree. I think a lot of what drives me is realizing that I don't have... I think with me, it's a little bit different. I don't really exactly know how to quantify, like, my skill. <laughs> I know I'm talented, but I don't know what it is. It's not, like, rapping, but, like, I I know I have, like, a gift that is not given to me for me. Like, sure, I get a lot of, like, like you said, you benefit off of it. You're the one that's, like, on stage. You're the one that's cre- creating this music. You're the one that has people coming up to you saying, yo, like, you're so dope. But at the end of the day, you're not doing it for you, and you know that it has a bigger impact and I think that kind of helps like you get up every day and do it because like let's be real although it's all great I'm sure there's some times where it's also a lot and like overwhelming and I I like how you mentioned that you lean on God because I mean I believe that regardless of what your belief is and like whatever it is leaning on something bigger than you and believing that there's something at work that's bigger than you really helps if nothing else your sanity like you know no, for real. you know like at the end of the because I, I agree like I lean on God a lot like I believe that he's the one that's like helping me through this entire journey and 
um, at the end of the day, it's like, okay, like, do I really know if God exists? No, but if he does, then me and him are homies. And if he doesn't, then at least I didn't go insane while living because I like leaned on something else, you know? And so like, I'm glad that you mentioned that, but um, can you go a little deeper into like what that looks like for you? Like when you say, when you're like kind of connecting with your spirituality, like what does that really mean for you? I say like for me, I say for me, it definitely means like, uh, I say it definitely means I like to do these. Um, I got into doing like Bible plans with my friends like about two months, two three months ago. Mm-hmm. So like that'll just mean like we'll find a topic that we want to read on, and it'll basically be something. It'll be like a topic such as like, for example, procrastination, and then you know you'll find like it'll pretty much still uh, whoever created the plan they'll kind of um they'll take like verses from the bible that you know that kind of speak on procrastination and things that help with that so it's like how it looks for me is just kind of just thinking about things i gotta work on like on a daily basis and just seeing what you know just seeing what the bible says about it and then applying it you know to my life because a lot of things i noticed too like with the bible like even the people like you know don't believe in it there's a lot of it's definitely a lot of things that like i found that anybody could apply it to it like i forgot which verse it was was talking about how it's saying don't worry about you know tomorrow because today is already going to have enough like problems of its own so like just that verse alone is telling you don't be anxious about your future just worry about what you can do now you know mm-hmm. and that's something that we could all apply type of thing so ultimately how it looks for me is it's really just me like getting more into the word of what i'm reading and then also going to church on Sunday, even though I've been slacking <laughs> lately, but going to church on Sunday, as well as like surrounding myself with like-minded people that like, such as my friends that are doing the Bible plans. Cause then I know if I'm going through it, I can talk to them, you know, about things I'm going through and we can kind of like, you know, learn from each other. So it's really like my spirituality is like, not only just individual, but it also comes from a place of like community and, you know, talking to people that, you know, believe, you know, in the same, pretty much we all believe the same things of how God works, but they still like have different viewpoints that could like help, you know, all of us out, you know, help humble all of us type of thing. Yeah, no, I totally get that. And I definitely need to have you on a future episode that's humility themed so we can go deeper into like this part of the hustle because I think it's really <laughs> important. I think you have a lot of um, interesting insight on it because another thing that I've like noticed is that you're also very vocal about your faith like on your social media which can be hard to do when you know that there's a lot of other people that might hear it and take it a different way like you're preaching rather than talking about your experience and so like you know I definitely want to like go more deeper into that one day um because I'm really interested (laughs) but I will hit you up in the future for that um I kind of want to like shift gears a little bit and talk about like you're a senior now, you're going to graduate in the fall, and I kind of want to just talk about where you, where you see things going from here, because although, um, you, like you mentioned, like, you kind of just, you perform when people ask you, and, like, you're kind of building based off of word of mouth, and people just, you know, knowing you through, like, the grapevine, when you come into the real world, you know, there's going to be a yeah. lot of other derays that have their own little grapevines, you know? So I think, like, I'm sure you're very aware that, like, your 
grind is going to look different once you graduate and you're going to have oh, no. to kind of sure. make that name for yourself. And so I think that's really connected to the pillar of this episode, which is adventure, because, you know, at the end of the day, you can graduate, you know, get really scared because you realize, damn, I was big shit. And now I'm like a little fish in a big ocean and um, let that scare you from getting any farther because you feel like you reached your peak, you know? And mm-hmm. so like, what are your thoughts when it comes to like, all right, like I've gotten this far in life. I like clearly if I if it slows down, then it'll just feel like the adventure is smaller than it was before, you know. So like, what are your plans to keep that momentum going and keep that adventure going because you still got a lot of life to live. So not you know? for real. I feel like honestly at the school, because I have like I definitely have you know sort of ideas of where my life could go after school. Like I say for short term as far as where it could go, but I just try to still take everything a day at a time. You know, never know what's going to change type of thing. But I mean, I say overall, like no matter where I'm at, I, I know I'm going to be fine because I'm one of those people where like, you know, I really like those sort of challenges of having to, you know, rebuild the name if I have to type of thing. Like I just kind of embrace it and take it on type of thing and just be like, no matter where I'm at, I just know that you know, music's always going to be there and I'm always just going to just going to go after it, you know, regardless type of thing. Like, I know if anything, it excites me more. That's kind of what excites me more about leaving school because, like, you know, I've just been in school just doing the thing. But now, like, once I'm out there, it kind of like I kind of liken it to going to, like, you know, the pros. Like, now you got to prove yourself out in the pros. But I feel like a lot of experiences I had prepared me but as you said, you know, it's kind of like you had a peak and then you kind of got to start from um, ground from like, you know, level one again. Yeah. But that excites me, though, because then I'm just because honestly, I'd be, That's ready. The adventure, I'd be right? like I'm ready to go out. Yeah. Like I love that part of it. Yeah. Adventure. So I'm just like I'm just ready to go out and just take everything on because that honestly excites me the most about graduating. Just knowing that I can go out and just now this is the time of my life where I can finally just be like wherever whatever you know i want to do or move towards you know my purpose and do it at a greater scale like i feel like you know wait i feel like especially you know my faith how god works for me is i feel like he always gives you like little previews of what you're going to do before you go to the next level because like you know it's like you know a verse i found with that saying you know you be trusted with little you can be trusted with a lot so i just have a lot of faith in god and faith in myself it's like you know i can go i'm gonna go out there and just keep pushing like you know I feel like when things arise like I feel like I'm one of those unique people where instead of kind of like shriveling down I'm just ready to get back up and start like swinging so I feel like no matter what I feel like no matter what I'm always going to keep pushing like the only way like I'm gonna stop pushing is if like you know is if I'm forced to you know what I mean yeah but no I think that's like such an important mentality to have because I think often like what people forget is that like when when you see someone that like quote unquote made it or whatever, they went through a lot to get there and they're still going through a lot to like continue building. And the whole reason why it's fun is because they don't wake up every day expecting things to go perfectly. You know, I think that's exactly. like, like the challenge is what makes it exciting because when you do get there, it's like, damn, I did that. Like I did it again. I built a name for myself again. Like, and you're so right when you say that once you graduate, like what you're doing for yourself is going to be 
like you get to actually build towards the life that you are like envisioning rather than it all being kind of like a resume booster for the life that you're envisioning and so yeah I'm excited to see you just kind of kill it once you get out there and see what you do I I remember the other day when we were talking um you kept like referring to like you're talking about like what it's going to be like after graduating and where you're going to go or like what you're considering and you kept referring to yourself as like when I make it not if I make it and yeah, I use I use keywords like that yeah like, I think it's so important like it's so clear that in your head you're already there like it's just a matter of like going through the steps and like just living your life to get to that point but it's very clear and maybe it's because of your trust in God maybe it's because of your trust in yourself but it's very clear that there's no part of you that doesn't see yourself getting there one day because you know that you'll just put in the work to get there and I think that's really what's like driving like all of your behavior really because honestly you could get up every day have all this talent and not constantly be producing music like you are you know like you are if you're not in class or performing or preparing for a performance you're probably creating new music like that seems to be like what your life seems to be consisting of because you have a mission and it's very clear that you're not going to let anything get in the way and I think that's how you've really found like all this adventure in your life um, because like you really just had the mentality of like I'm not gonna accept anything less. What's crazier is too is like I honestly don't even when it comes to writing music too, I really don't be writing too much music all the time. Sometimes I just be I just be living life a lot of times too, cause like I'll do that purposely because I know like I feel like I know there's like I know J. Cole will say stuff like, oh, I write every day and stuff like that. And I'm not against that, but I know for me it's kinda like whatever I write, I kind of like to just talk about, you know, stuff that I either went through or experienced. So I feel like it's easier for me to just like live some life and just, you know, write it out that way. Or like, or to your point, I'll just go to my friend's house. And then if I just want to have some, like some stuff that I can just record, I'll just freestyle it because I've gotten good at doing that. But if I really want to evoke something, I'll like write everything out. But I purposely just try to live life because I think honestly, if I just, I think if I just, I'm not against writing every day. If I'm in a mood to do that, I would. But I feel like if I just try to like do, if I try to force it type of thing, then it's not going to come off authentic. And then you just find yourself talking about like the same things all the time. So I try to just have points where I'm like, I'm still like performing or I go to my friends to record. But also I want to make sure that like whatever I'm writing about is something that is something that's like, you know, true and authentic to what's going on. I just don't like to be too redundant with what yeah. I'm talking about. Quality over quantity. I think that's that's really important. Okay, I think you've given everyone a lot to think about about the adventure. And um, yeah, you guys should definitely go check out Duray's music because it's really good. Check out what he's <laughs> up to. Um, before I end this, though, I want you to give just like some final thoughts on the hustle mentality as a whole, like your thoughts on it. But mm -hmm. I want you to freestyle it. Oh, okay. I'm up to the challenge. Okay, Let's... yeah. Go ahead. You got it. Do your thing. <laughs> All right. So I can't be leaving y'all waiting too long. So I give you a little freestyle and the hustle mentality. All right. <laughs> Every day I got to hustle. I got to get to it. I never gave up. I always got to stick with it. Mama told me as a kid to go and get it. My pops always told me every day to stick with it. I repeated that line. 
Even though I had a little tongue fubbed it up every single day, you know, I'm going dumb. Remember that one year I really played football. I wanted to quit. I didn't give it my all. But my dad told me that you really going to finish. So now no matter what, man, you know, I got to get it. Stuck up in the rap, man, you know, I'm never quitting because every single bar, man, you know, I'm going to hit it. And every single line, I know that they going to fill it. And all the tea in my life, yeah, I'm going to spill it. I ain't dropping names. I ain't even dropping dimes. I'm just talking about myself all the time through these rhymes so you can understand, see God through me and understand the things that I do usually. The mentality is to never give up because when you keep going, then you only going up. And going down, that's when you learn all the lessons. You apply those same things to your blessings. Every single day, man, you know you getting tested. So I just promise that you work hard and promise you well, West, well rested. Ah, but we got, ah, it. <laughs> we got well, it. That was so good. What the hell? <laughs> like, how do you just come up with that off the dome? I don't understand. Secretly, my mind is always thinking of something, just in general. So that's probably how I'm able to. Like, I'm telling you, my mind's always moving fast. I'm just thinking of stuff. So it's kind of like. But is it thinking of stuff in rhymes? Because that's the person. <laughs> I'd say my mind just be all over the place. I'm just always just thinking of like something and then I just kind of just let it out. Damn. No, that was really good. I, okay, listen. I, because Connor's in Switzerland, I haven't been annoying you guys, but I still want the two of you to produce a song for my brand. About the oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He has the equipment and everything. So <laughs> <laughs> All right, well, thank you, Dre, oh, for um, being on this episode and telling your story and that freestyle, clearly. You, I love having you freestyle about the stuff that I do. So <laughs> thank <laughs> you. And, and I will catch you guys next time. This was Taz, and that's what I got for you today on The Hustle. <laughs> And I will um, catch you guys next time. Oh, fuck. I forgot my damn <laughs> ending shit. <laughs> what I say? All right. <laughs>